welcome to episode 40 of Nerd of Paradise. I'm your host Kate and this episode is all about the Wild Wild West Con, which is a steampunk convention held at historic Old Tucson. Now before we get to some of the interviews and stuff, obviously the world has changed a lot in the last days, weeks. Um, this convention, I'm recording this on March 20th, so it was exactly two weeks ago and coronavirus was sort of on the minds of people, but n- nobody was super concerned, especially like at an outdoor venue like that. I was a little concerned just because I kept hearing, you know, it was dangerous for people that were at-risk groups, even though I'm not technically an at-risk group. It still concerned me, and I think it limited how much time I spent there that weekend. Maybe I'll have to do another episode down the road sometime when Old Tucson opens again to the public. Um, it's a really neat place. But without further ado, here's some of the stuff that went down at Wild Wild West Con number nine. So we're here at the Steampunk Convention, Wild Wild West Con, and at the Cog is Dead booth. So do you want to tell me a little bit about what that is? It's a three-piece um, group that have been around for quite a while. Um, they have, their music is phenomenal. It really is. I've, I've been able to work with them a couple of times now. They're so much fun. What kind of instruments are they? <clears throat> He's got, John has um, a guitar, and we've got a bass, and then we have a drummer, and um, John plays other things like banjos and, and all kinds of stuff. And he's going to be performing Saturday night with just backing tracks tonight, this time because his other people couldn't get off work to come out. Okay. But um, he's steampunk. He's been, I mean, they're just all over the place. That's so cool. And they have... Um, I don't really know what to say because they yeah. are so good. They're just so much fun to be around. Name? Like, do you know like, what, what the inspiration was for the name? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> Honest, I don't. All right. I do know that <laughs> um, one of their songs is "The Death of the Cog" and a lot of a lot of their stuff. I mean, you can look at the the CDs and stuff and Very see cool. what awesome. they've got. But they're just so, a lot of fun. Um, where can people go to find out more about them? They can go to their um, Facebook page. Cog is dead, um, and that'll give them all kinds of information. And they can also, if they want to YouTube, they can subscribe to their YouTube, and then whenever they post something new, John's coming out with all kinds of different behind-the-scenes videos and then their new songs and stuff. Very cool. Thanks for chatting. You're welcome. Okay, so we're at No Man Mercantile and Trading Booth. How's it going? It's going fabulous. It's been a wonderful day. I know. It's a beautiful day for a con. Exactly. <laughs> Love Tucson. So you got a lot of really interesting board games here. So I wanted to ask you a few questions about them. Of course. So, like, what do we got here? <laughs> well, we have 20 different games all together. We ha- they all come in a leather pouch that unfolds, and the game is oh, laser cool. etched onto the board, and it holds all of your pieces. So nice. when you unfold it, you have your pieces there. That's awesome. And when you're done, you just pull it, pull it up, and it goes away. We have monster-themed games, we have pirate-themed games, and most of what we have are ancient games from all over the world that have mostly been forgotten. For instance, Yatnuri here comes from Korea, and it is the very first example of a cross-and-circle race game, uh, most commonly known today as like um, Parcheesi, Aggravation, Sorry, Trouble. Those are all the modern interpretations. This one just happens to be the very first time that mechanic was ever used. So... All sorts of different types, from chess to, you know, Parcheesi. Very cool. <laughs> so what kind of research goes into finding some of these forgotten oh, games? Oh, so much research. They, uh, unfortunately, 
the uh, gameplay rules weren't well documented for most of them. And so it takes a lot of digging and a lot of comparing between different interpretations. Mm -hmm. But once we find them, we, uh, for the ancient games in particular, we note down the authenticity of how accurate the game was. Okay. So yet Nori, we gave that oh, a nice. authenticity rating of 100% because oh, wow. it was well documented That's and cool. we didn't have to do any kind of modification. Nice. We were able to exactly reproduce it from Very history. Cool. Whereas a few of our others, like uh, Pulak from the Mayan Empire, was typically done as a straight board that was actually played in the center of an entire village. Oh. And so we had to shrink it down yeah. from village size <laughs> to board size. And we actually had to put it on a curve so it would fit into a gotcha. circle. It's still a straight line. It just right. is a U-shape instead of... I gotcha. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, so where can people go to find out more, to buy them uh, online? Right now, we are only at events. Oh, okay. But very, very soon, we'll be uh -huh. nomadmtc.com. Okay. Very and cool. we'll have all of our stuff on Etsy as well as here at events. Perfect. Awesome. Are you on Facebook or any social? We might be. <laughs> Keep your eyes open. <laughs> well, if you are, let, let me know, and I'll do what I can to Absolutely. Thank you very yeah, much. You're welcome. So, what can you tell me about some of these different yeah. things? We have a lot of fun with them. One of the things I like to set myself as a challenge is imagining something that might not exist and then proving myself wrong. These items here are from a German-speaking art appreciation and humor society called Schlerafia. The, the, the premise of their their um, their their meetings is a kind of satirical medieval feudalism. It's not quite like the Masons or the Elks or Moose. It's more just kind of having a lark. It was founded in Prague in 1897. The reason those items are on the table is because it's probably the best bling I've ever encountered. Yeah. Most of the rest of this is either authentic militaria or different, less, more serious esoterica. Over here you have a book of my original art. And these are Pandora's pets. They're designed to worry about something small so you can focus on something big. At the other end of the table is the author and my business partner, Leanna Renee Hebert. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm great. Want to tell us about your books? Yes, so I write historical fantasy. So all of my work is set in the late Victorian era with a, a diverse cast of all different identities that come together to save the day against dark magic and evil cabals. Where can people go to find out more? Basically, um, you can go to my website, which is lianareneheber.com. That's L-E-A-N-N-A-R-E-N-E-E-H-I-E-B-E-R.com. What you need to do to send an etheric message is you need a mobile phone. You send a text to the number that you see on this card right here. Uh, in the following format, the name of the person to whom you're sending, at symbol, the location of that person here today at Wild West Con, and colon, the message you wish to send. Once you send that message, it will fly from your phone through the ether and print out automatically here on our teletype machine. Once it prints out, it will be hand-prepared uh, in the form of a telegram and then delivered by the idiot telegraph boy. It is the <laughs> fastest way to communicate in the modern age. Awesome. Where is the idiot telegraph boy? He's out delivering a uh, telegram to the donkeys right now. The donkeys oh. just received a telegram. Uh, the content <laughs> of the message, I cannot tell you, as all of your messages here are kept under top secret. Fair enough. <laughs> well, thank you for chatting. You're welcome. Have a lovely day. All right, so... 
It's like Kiska. Am I saying that right? Yes, like Kiska. Tribal mm-hmm. belly dance. Correct. So, tell me about belly dancing, you guys. Well, we're like Kiska Tribal Fusion Belly Dancing. Um, we do um, Celtic belly dancing and other types of belly dancing. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. So did you catch some of our show? This yeah, year, This year is our teacher. Okay. So she's the pro. Well, what's your name? I'm Lori. Lori. Kate. Nerd. Nice Paradise. to meet you, Kate. <laughs> nice to meet you. So, yeah, I really enjoyed the show. Get one of our oh, cards. perfect. Follow us online. We yeah, do all kinds of shit well. around. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we have all kinds of things, wonderful things around town. Okay. She, she doesn't cool. know what the SH word even means. I've <laughs> <laughs> never heard it before. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, like um, what goes into like your preparation yeah. for shows like this? Okay, so we practice about twice a week for about two hours every time. Um, we have a vocabulary shared among the troop mm-hmm. that tells us what move we're doing next. Mm-hmm. We watch and follow and we learn all kinds of cool stuff. We even fuse Celtic Scottish dancing into uh, so like belly dancing. Type. No, more like more like uh, Braveheart when they did the Scottish dancing in the fields okay. and stuff where it's uh, done with partners and it's a certain style and there's certain forms gotcha. and that kind of thing. So some of that stuff you can see mixed into the mix there. Very cool. We are the only troop I know of that does that around the world. Wow. <laughs> so cool. I've been looking. <laughs> We're the only ones out there doing this crazy mashup. And, um, yeah, it's, a, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot so, of fun. What goes into your costume? Costuming. We pick a theme and go with it. Like today we would fairy. Obsession. We get together, we pick a theme and um, we spent a day working on wings so a couple today, weeks ago. We fairy. Tomorrow we're doing witches, we're doing creatures on Sunday. So we accumulate pieces, we share pieces, we build pieces. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot of that's very cool. So is there like an aspect of your like your individual individuality? Yeah, we all make our own costumes yeah. and put them together, but we come together. Sometimes as a group we'll be like, okay, we're going fairies, we're going seely dark fairies. Okay. So that's what we do. Everybody so puts cool. together their pieces. So what do you think of this? Someone will be like, hey, why don't you try this instead of that? Or hey, I got this. You can add to that. Or you know, very no, cool. Actually, yeah, and we all share like only because of that one mix thing. and match. You know, yeah, like if, if um, let's say I got two copies of something, or I got some for free, or something doesn't fit right, or something yeah. like that, then we'll give okay. it to another member of the group. You know, don't fit me anymore. And pass it to someone else. Yeah. So or if we order things from China, or if we have someone small. that's new and just starting out, then <laughs> the we loan them stuff and oh, we yeah, help them out, help get them build them, things, yeah. help them get started. Yeah, yeah. And we and we we have uh, yeah. very large closets after a while, and we just accumulated flowing rooms. Yes, full of stuff, so yeah, yeah. I have I have two um, storage sheds full of crap and, and a room and my sewing machine and serger, and it just becomes an obsession with jewelry and costuming and. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Most, and then, most, yeah. most everybody in this group sews their stuff together. Oh, wow. and I glue my stuff together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like she came over last night and she's like, oh, well, I want a pair of spider pants. And I'm like, oh, well, I have these pants that I got. And so I added some things on there and we made those. And then last night I made the two like Kiska banners. Okay. And she just bought her wagon. So now we have three wagons because we had so many props this I know, event. there's so much walking yeah, in here, that, too. Yeah, because we had like two wagons and then we had our sound equipment.
equipment, so now we have four wagons. We usually have one or two wagons, and it's overflowing, so now we have four wagons. Where's the fourth one? Yes, the little one on the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this, so this, so I'm like, oh my gosh. So usually, usually I have my wagon, and then Lori has her wagon, so she had to buy another wagon because we have so many props, and we have different props every day because, like, we're going to have witch brooms tomorrow and a cauldron and dry ice for our witch theme. Go get the dry ice. And awesome. then I got to bring my staff on Sunday. I had to lay crap out all over the house for each day because we have become so extreme with so many props and so much crap. Yeah, so, but we love it. I mean, we just have so much fun doing it, and it's just amazing and fun, and you know, our troop is growing. We have a, um, a our student troop. They're called um, Illuminati, and um, they have their own show that they did last year for the first time at the Mermaid Festival in Tucson, and they had their own show. There's a Mermaid Festival? Yeah, there's a Mermaid Festival in Tucson, yeah. And so um, I like dance with both troops, and this is like the first show that Illuminati has done most of. Our student troop has done almost all of their songs with us at this con because usually they only do like a couple songs with us. They've done almost all of their songs with us, um, and so it's they've combined with like Hiskar student troops. So and so we have so we have uh, twelve people and our troop, and so it's really grown and gotten bigger. And but we have a lot of fun and. Um, and if anybody wants to, we have we take new new um, students all the time. Okay. On Sundays we have a studio called. Um, uh, what's the name of our studio that we practice at? Floor polish. Floor polish. Okay, we practice on Sundays at two thirty, and anybody can come. Um, uh, drop in on Sundays at 2.30 at Floor Polish. Okay. And we take beginners all the time and you don't need any experience and just come try us out and have fun. Awesome. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. Where can people go online? Uh, uh, go on Facebook and look up Like Hiska, L-Y-K-I-S-K-A on Facebook. Perfect. Or Like Hiska Tribal Fusion. Okay. Okay? Great. Thanks yeah. for And check us out. But yeah, we're a lot of fun. And it's just a really positive experience. Mm-hmm. We also have um, male belly dancers. As you know, there's not eel, but we have other male belly dancers. Noah is one of our other male belly dancers. We ha- used to have another one. He's not as active as with us more, but we've had um, like four or five in our troop that have danced with us before. And so it's not just for women, it's for men, anyone that wants to join us. And Nayil also teaches classes and does all sorts of other classes as well and he's a fabulous dancer he does he teaches at um teaches other classes at other places too so yeah we need to leave all right well thanks for chatting all right so i hope you guys enjoyed those interviews and i hope you're staying safe in the midst of this pandemic um be sure to do what you can wash your hands socially distance yourself and I'm hoping all this time home might give me a chance to maybe reach out to some people and come up with some really cool ideas for podcasts that will hopefully keep you sane while you're stuck in your home social distancing and self-quarantining and and all that so again stay safe out there everyone and stay nerdy